Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! How about that, Al? You got it done. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You check the box. Uh, no, it's good. Stop. It sounds right. You're all set. No, nah, listen. If there's one thing I've learned over the last few days, who's on my team and who's not on my team? Me. And let me tell you right now who's not on my team. You are so far off that list, okay? What do you mean? You were so against me this entire time, all right? I, I just learned that as the as the week progressed, I just learned that, you know what, I'm on my own here. I'm not, Emily, I can rely on. Emily, I think, has got my back. Taylor, I'm not 100% sure right now because we have the pigskin going on. And that's, sure, sure. that's a whole different rivalry we've got going on. Yeah. But, man, did you did enjoy do? every moment of that. Unbelievable. Well, okay, I take great offense to this because I, I, I was trying to coach you up. I was doing my very best to elevate my co-host, to elevate my partner to a place where his Santa Claus was on point. And, and your Santa was not up to snuff. I was give you a great example. You. No, no, no. Let me give you a great example, okay? All right. When Amanda came in studio, yeah. you know, she's sitting there a couple days ago, and you're like, yeah, you know, you know, everyone's kind of piling on. You're like, Amanda, um, you know, I could do it. You know, I'll, oh, I'll take care of this. I could do better than you. That's yeah, yeah, sure. no, no, no. I'll, I'll handle this, Amanda. Whatever you need. Just yeah. burying me further and Let further down. Look, just because I'm a team player and you're not doesn't mean that, uh, that that's how those things are going to go. Okay. I, I, I kind of do want to be Santa. I'm not going to lie. I'm gonna I put in you, the work. I'm going to give you a little bit of credit. This is the only credit that I'm going to give you. <laughs> okay. We were off air yesterday, and you were like, you're running out of breath. I'm like, I don't even know what that means, but I, I, I understand what you're talking about. So you stood there looking at me, yeah. and you're like, take a deep breath in. Like, we were yeah. literally, like, you were coaching as if... In through the nose and then uh, yep. slowly let it out. And then yesterday I'm listening to the station. I'm driving <laughs> home just, you know, in the trying to just uh, get away from everything. And I hear a promo where you're basically saying that I can't even, uh, I can't even uh, get hired at the Santa Anita Mall. I mean, you're unbelievable. <laughs> well, I mean, the Santa Anita Mall is high-level Santa work. You, you can't just expect to walk in there and, uh, and knock that one out. No, I, you, you Yeah, they would have better. me. They'd have me outside, like in the middle of the parking lot, where nobody's even parking. It go to level six. We we need you if there's any extra cars that dock. end up at level six. We'll <laughs> yeah. just you know maybe a kid or two will stop that's, by. That's right. That's right. No, I I think you sounded like a a, a guy a Santa that had like a four pack a day habit when you got to that four when you got to that third hoe. You were absolutely out of yeah, breath. I was You're out like, of breath. Oh. Yeah. You just you, you couldn't get to the finish line with the. Sleepo, were the you just doing hoe. sprints or what's going <laughs> yeah. on here? Yeah, we're just sitting I can't here. Can't breathe. Saying, ho ho ho! You don't need to be ho. ho. <laughs> it just you were gasping at the end. I was trying. I I you know what? I don't. That's I don't think funny. I like this. I don't think that you like that you threw me over the uh, the edge of the boat there. I, That's I, actually I was pretty to funny. Help you. That's pretty I funny. I listen. Side. You had good intentions. It was awful execution. 
awful execution. <laughs> well, there's always next year, right? Yes. There's always next year with yes. Santa Slee round two. You do have a chance to win uh, Santa Slee prizes today, so make sure that you're listening all day today for your chance uh, to win. You're going to listen for your cue to call. If you are the correct caller, you will have a chance to pick a prize underneath the uh, the tree, the Travis and Sliwa box, Mason and Ireland box, Sedano and Cap. Uh, lots of great prizes there along the way, so make sure that you're listening all day long. ESPN Radio. It's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. You can be a part of the show on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Let me just kind of throw a, a little bit of a wrinkle in here real quick, Slee. Okay. In the last hour or so, mm-hmm. the HBO trailer for the new uh, Lakers <laughs> series dropped. Did you get a chance <laughs> to see it? Not too bad right there. I just that actually, looks great, doesn't it? Who, I, I think it was... Was it John in Hunt- Huntington Beach that sent it to us? Yeah. I think it was John Hunt. So he sent it to us, and then uh, you know I retweeted as well. Bro, that looks, looks phenomenal. Great. It looks great. It looks great for a variety of reasons. One, it's a topic that I'm, I'm here for. If, you, if we're talking 80s Lakers, you have my full attention. Yep. Number two, it, Adam McKay is the guy that's making it. He is a very, very talented filmmaker, mm. so that's great. You've got really talented A-list actors that are playing the characters like uh, John C. Riley is playing Jerry Buss. It's just I, I am here for this. It's going to be fantastic. So here's the only thing. I need some time on John C. Riley. Like okay. I have, I have a you got vision. stepbrothers in your mind. Oh man, I, I have <laughs> such a difficult. <laughs> I have such a difficult time getting, getting him like into a more. I'm not saying it's not like a serious role, but obviously, Doctor Jerry Buss, um, it, one of the icons in sports. Sure, I, I'm going to need a second to like. I feel like I'll need the first 10, 15 minutes of that series to then be like, okay, I got that role now. Because even in those clips. That they were just showing, you know, the the on HBO. I, you cannot tell me that you're not thinking of him saying it's Shark Week or whatever the hell they're saying. <laughs> on, best friends, yep. On Step Brothers. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and he's had some really iconic comedic roles, to be sure. Here's the thing with that guy. He's a fantastic actor. Like I, I'm with you, Al. The first thing I think of is him in those comedic roles. But yep. he's got chops. Like he can do just about anything. Mm-hmm. So I think, like to your point, I think two seconds in the movie, you're like, oh, that's Jerry Buss. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna just move into it very very quickly. I, I cannot wait to see it. Here here's my only concern. My okay. only concern with what I saw, and hopefully there's not a lot of this in it because I don't think this is the story that they're trying to tell. If I understand it right. The basketball either needs to be non-existent, like I don't want to see it, or it needs to be good. The problem is basketball is played with tall men, right? Basketball is played with guys that are 6'6", 6'10", 7 feet tall. And if we get a bunch of 5'9", and 5'10", guys running around out there, that kind of that pulls you out of the moment pretty quickly. And you can only lower the hoop so far yep. before it becomes ridiculous. So I'm a little concerned about the basketball scenes, everything else I'm here for. Yeah, I, I can't, you know, be watching this thing and saying, I think I could guard him. Like, that can't happen. That, <laughs> that, we can't have exactly. that. You know, like, well, let's run exactly. a zone here. But I, I, I like the way you put it, too, because, you know, Showtime era, we talk about, all right, it, it's – one of the um, one of the greatest eras of not just basketball, but you just think of sports, right? That the '80s era always comes up when you talk about um, when you talk about basketball, but also you could just look at the storylines, the players, the way the game was played, um, East Coast versus the West Coast, the rivalries, the bad boy Pistons. There's a lot of great storylines to it. I think you are right that don't give us the 
we got the basketball part. That that yeah. part is nobody needs to see whoever's going to play Kurt Rambis setting a screen and a, a pick and roll. Now I might I might come back and say, listen, there's a good offense. You know, I might, I might break some of that down. But I, I think you're right that the Showtime era is all about the storylines. It's all about Hollywood. It's all about yeah. the ownership. It's all about Magic Johnson. That'd be that'd be cool to see. I want to see the stuff. I don't the basketball. There's been documentaries. There's been thirty for thirties. I've got yeah. the basketball. And by the way, somebody wants to make another documentary about the Showtime Lakers and the basketball. Again, my hands in the air. I am a hundred. They have done it. You're it. right. That's been done. Yeah, a bunch of it. And there and mm-hmm. everyone that I've seen is pretty darn good along the way. But this is about the story of the town and the late and Showtime. That part of it, I uh, I cannot wait. I am a hundred percent. What do you guys think right. about the name though? Do you like the name, the Winning Time? What do you guys feel about that one? Did well, you that was Magic's line, right? That was what Magic was all about, was winning time. That's what I he like got it. here to do. I, yeah, oh, I, I like it. It resonates with Laker fans, and especially mm-hmm. Laker fans of a certain age, that that's just that, that was what Magic was about. It's winning time. We go out there, and this is what we do, and we do it a certain way, and then we go have a really, really good time after we're done doing it, and I can't wait to see it. I, just I, I like the not wait yeah, to see it. Winning yeah. time, I think, is a perfect description. I mean, because – Showtime's probably been used how many different times? Winning time is – I'm in. Adrian Brody as Pat Riley. What do you think? You know what's funny? That was in, the one that made me go, huh? That that one felt a little like, all, all right, I'll give it a chance. but eh. I, I, I don't mind it. I actually don't mind it. And, and it's it's funny because when you're watching the clip of it, the what is it, like two minutes long or something yeah. along those lines, it's going to be on HBO Max. It comes out, what, in March or something like that? I think it's March. Um but every character that they showed, there was nothing that happened where it was like, well, why is that happening? Why is I, I, the only thing I did mention is John C. Riley. Give me a second on that one. But uh, I, I'm not worried about that at all. I, I think it, it sounds like in its HBO production that this thing's going to be this thing's going to be great. What are you more fired up for, the winning time or the fact that the trailer for Karate Care or Cobra Kai Season 4 is also out there? That also made its debut recently. That's uh, that's available. I know you're a huge Daniel LaRusso guy. That's got to be a big part of your morning routine. Well, I, I think, you know, winning time, it, it's uh, it's like preseason, right? And it's that's kind of what it is when you start comparing it to what Daniel LaRusso <laughs> means to the – the Cobra Kai brand, uh, to the Karate Kid brand. Every time I, I, we haven't talked about Cobra Kai in a long time, months. I feel like I feel like every time we talked about it, I felt like I was 16 years old. I was in high school and I was bringing my yearbook to school and I was asking somebody <laughs> to sign it. Do you ever get that feeling? Like, yeah, you, no, I, I know. Are, what you're are you for. watching it with your, you know, 15 year old son, and you're just telling him all these? Well, when I was in high school, I mean, no, I'm watching it, hoping that that Johnny Lawrence beats up Daniel again. That my my only goal of this show is for Daniel to get beat up. That's yep. it. He he needs yep. to pay the price for all of his transgressions against Allie and Johnny yep. and mm-hmm. the entire Cobra Kai crew for the last 30 years. He needs. We need to even the score. Say it again. <laughs> And next time we're in the kitchen and you're not looking, I'm taking a cheap shot at your knee. <laughs> well, look, he was only following orders. Sensei, uh, the, sensei told him to do it. He's, he's, following he's orders. a team player. Nothing he's you doing can do. what he's supposed to do. All right. Lakers have a chance, Al, to do what we've talked about a million times before. Build yeah. a little momentum. Um, in Memphis tonight, uh, here, here's the thing. they got three games coming up in the next four days, which is mm-hmm. a lot to ask. That's three games in four days is a bit of a meat grinder. By the way, ran, random schedule. They go – Memphis, OKC on the road, mm-hmm. 
back to Staples against the Magic, back on the road, Dallas, Minnesota, Chicago. Kind of random, that one home game in between the five. At least it's against a team like Orlando, which you yeah. would expect them to be able to handle, I guess, if you're going to give them a bit of a curveball on the schedule like that. But let's talk a little bit about what we would like to see over the course. Because these are three games against – Memphis is okay. The other two teams are bad. And the Lakers just came off of what we, I think, both agree was their best game of the season against the Celtics. But we've been here before. We've been here mm-hmm. before where we've seen them play well, and then it's like, okay, here's your chance to go do it. Over the course of this weekend, today, tomorrow, and Sunday, what would you like to see from this Lakers team as far as them finally stacking some bricks together to put together some real momentum? So I don't know how realistic this is because – We've been caught in this trap before. I mean, you've said it. We've done this how many different times so far this year? It's like, all right, um, okay, you didn't you didn't beat the Milwaukee Bucks, but you played good against them. Take that to Boston. And by the way, LeBron's coming back. Nope, not happening. <laughs> LeBron gets gets ejected in the third quarter against the Pistons. Lakers come back down 15. Yeah, take that to New York. Yep, not happening. That We've had so many different moments here, losing to the Timberwolves, losing to the Sacramento Kings in triple overtime, the two against OKC. So I don't know what's going to make me think this is going to happen, but I'll tell you, if you said, what are you looking for in these next three games? Can we smash some teams? I mean, is that is that unrealistic to walk into... The uh, the Grizzlies played yesterday against the Dallas Mavericks. They don't have John Morant. They, they actually they started without John Morant five and zero, but they lost yesterday against the Mavs. Yep. Can the Lakers walk into Memphis and just handle them? Kind of act like the team they're supposed to act before the season started. I'll tell you who's done that. Phoenix has, has wins like that. Golden State has wins like that. Even the Jazz have wins like that. Is it too much to ask for to see the Lakers? dominate bad teams or mediocre teams or teams like the Thunder that you've lost two games in a row. So to answer your question, um, can they just give us a, a glimpse of what we expected before the season started? I know you're not winning a championship in December. I know that even if you do come out and win these next three games and make it four in a row, nobody's going to crown the Lakers a champion. But can you at least convince and sell your Laker, the Laker fans that are out there that Whatever you've seen so far is not the real product because I think right now you, we get caught between, well, which one is it? Maybe they are just a mediocre team and we're and our expectations are too high. That's what I would hope to see over this stretch. Yeah, if they can beat somebody up a few times over the weekend, great. Right? If they can win a couple of games by 15 points, fantastic. That, that would make, I think, us feel a lot better about this because while that, that could be the result, what I'm looking for is another effort like we saw against Boston. Another night where when they take the court against Memphis, there's a bounce, there's a pop, there's there's a little bit of energy in their step and what they're doing because they went out there against the Celtics and they shot the lights out. Everybody's going to have fun when the shots are going down. When you're making a lot, when you're scoring points and everybody's getting involved and the ball's going through the basket, it's easy to have some life and some bounce. You know, they're not going to shoot sixty. What was it, sixty eight percent or something crazy like that? They they didn't miss. So. What happens when it's a more traditional night? When you're making, you know, half or a little less than half of your shots, do you have that energy? Do you have that bounce? And even if it is a five or a six point game, are you competing? Do you have life? That that's what I'd like to see. Not this ebb and flow that we've seen throughout the season where one night it looks okay, the next night it looks terrible, another night it's kinda of halfway in between those two things. I'd like to see a few nights in a row or a few games in a row where that energy is at a pretty high level consistently. Does that bother you to even have to say that? Yeah, sure. I mean, I I just I hear everything you're saying and you're right. Nobody's 
you know, I'm not going to sit here and make an argument. What are you talking about? The Lakers' energy has been amazing. No, it has not been the case. But the fact that we have that conversation, the fact that, you know, the game against the Celtics, you're right, things were going well. They were hitting some jumpers. And all of a sudden, if you're hitting jumpers, maybe now you're paying a little bit more attention on the defensive side. Maybe you do have a little bit of swagger. Maybe Russ is looking at Staples Center crowd and saying, hey, let's get things going here, kind of firing everybody up. But that in itself, like just the the concept of that is kind of mind-boggling to me sometimes that you need that to wake you up a little bit or that you're questioning, will they be awake tonight? That That's, that's concerning. So there may be something going on there. Kevin Love said something on Channing Fry's podcast that I think may be kind of relevant to what the Lakers are going through right now, especially considering LeBron James is on both of those teams. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. See, everybody's excited about your ho-ho-ho. Uh, you nailed stop. it. Stop. What do you mean, stop? What do you mean? Christmas is done. <laughs> We've canceled Christmas? <laughs> if your goal was to get everybody completely disconnected from Christmas, I got into the spirit a little bit yesterday. Can I tell you? What happened? We uh, we I dec- put the lights on the Christmas tree. We haven't decorated it yet, but I put the lights on the tree. My daughter, it's a big step uh, right there. Yep. Yeah, it's, it looks quite pretty, if I do say so myself. Is it a fake tree or home. a real tree? No, real tree. Real okay. tree. Uh, put the lights on it yesterday. My daughter comes home from school on Saturday, so we're going to mm-hmm. decorate it uh, on this weekend. So it's undecorated, but it does have the lights. And then myself and my wife and my youngest, we all took in a couple of Christmas movies last night. What did you guys watch? We watched Christmas Vacation. And Die and, Hard 2? <laughs> not Die Hard 2 and okay. Bad Santa, which is odd to watch with uh, a, a teenager in the house it was it was a little bit of a mixed bag right there but it, you know it kind of started to get a little bit into the spirit of the season a couple of christmas we were looking for scrooged but i, I couldn't find it on the streaming services that i was i was a subscriber to without having to pay so uh maybe we'll we'll spend the four bucks and do scrooged one of these other nights I Is that love funny scrooged okay so remember i told you on saturday i had to watch sandlot right right I was, okay so I don't know why I did this, but this is what I did. First of all, you're right. You you are subscribed to all these different uh, streaming services. So you're like, okay, one of them is going to have it. HBO Max, <laughs> Netflix, right. Hulu. Like, one of you are going to have this, right? No, none of them had it. I don't know right. how that works, too. I have no idea how, you know, maybe Help it's licensing or whatever it is. Yeah. So now I'm stuck with a decision of like, I don't know, bro. Three ninety nine. Like, I, why, why does that sound like it's <laughs> the largest investment? I'll tell you why. You're because going you're to used make to getting everything for free on those services, but right? it's not free because you're already paying for all those <laughs> no, services. I, you're right, of course. <laughs> you, of course, you're right. But it's like, all right, I'm spending my you know twenty dollars a month. Why are you dinging me for four more? It's it's just that whole. I thought we of- had an agreement. <laughs> exactly. And okay, no, this is the most pathetic of them all. I didn't, you know, I don't know. You could buy it for like a dollar extra. Why <laughs> didn't I the, just? Why didn't I just buy the Sandlot? 
Yeah, well, or you could go to the grocery store and they have them basically, you know, they have that rack near the checkout sign where they have all the Christmas movies that are, yeah. you know, they're DVDs for, I think they're like eight cents now. You can, they're basically, you can have them. You just, you just need to chip off a buck and you can get them. And you're like, no, nah, I don't know, man. You know, it's kind of, I would be curious. Three ninety nine. I just kind of sit back like, whoa, 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 let's slow down here. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious what our audience's favorite Christmas movies are. Go ahead and reach out on Twitter at Travis Rogers at Alan Sliwa and give us some. Uh, and, and by the way, I don't want. I want something that's either fun and and light. I don't need something that's you know a message. Okay, that's not what I'm looking for. I want to have some family dysfunction in my Christmas movies. That's what I'm looking for. So send send those along. Uh, we could do that as well. All right, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Um, all right, so Kevin Love, who's a teammate of LeBron, of course, in Cleveland. They won the championship together back in 2016. He was on the full-bodied podcast with uh, Channing Fry, and was talking about that team and about what they had. And I want you to listen to this because he said something that when I saw this, it made me go, huh, I wonder if there isn't something similar going on with this Lakers team. Here's Kevin Love. Sound like anyone you know? <laughs> tons of stars, tons of talent, storylines, you know, all sorts of chaos going around this team and this guy and that guy and this coach and this person. But when it came time to win games in the playoffs, we were there to go. We did not care about the regular season. Sound okay. familiar? So real quick here, is he talking about the 2015-2016 season? That's the year they win the championship. They come back from from three one. I think down. he's talking about all of it. I think he's talking mm-hmm. about how they were. They knew that they had so many good players on that team that when it was time to go, they knew it was time to go, and they could throw the switch and go beat just about anybody along the way. That, but when it comes to playing Utah in the middle of December, who gives a damn? Is it time to go beat the Celtics in the playoffs? Let's go get it done. But we're playing Orlando in January. We don't care. So I I think. It's funny, when I hear that, I think a couple things go through my mind. The first thing, Trav, is, okay, well, is this what the Lakers are doing? Okay, Lakers are sitting a game over five they They're 25 games in. Um, is this kind of a, yeah, everybody relax. It's preseason. We don't care if we go 0-6. I remember Russ said that, um, do you know what my record was? Or he was basically trying to indicate during the preseason, he's like, I, can, I can't tell you what my record was in any of my last 10 preseasons. I wasn't paying attention to it. It doesn't right. matter. The games don't count. Then you're in November. Now we're in December. I guess it can make you feel a little bit better if that the Lakers are just, eh, just they're not churning it on right now. It's not that important to them right now. But there's a big difference between Kevin Love and LeBron James and Kyrie Irving and that Cleveland Cavaliers championship team back in those days, five, six, seven years ago, compared to where the Lakers are sitting today. Because this is the difference. They were the number one seed in 2015, 2016. As in, even if they didn't care about the regular season, they were still winning games. They were still 30-plus games over 500 when the dust settled. And they had the luxury of going up against... You know the number two seed was that year? It was the Toronto Raptors. You know, I'm just using as an example, right? Indiana, they played Detroit in the first round. I think it was Atlanta in the second round. As in the competition that they had to go through to eventually represent the Eastern Conference, that's one, that's one part of it. The other part of it is LeBron James was five years younger. Yeah, well... Yeah, I mean, 2060, yeah, I mean, for sure. He was a younger man. He was in his prime. Absolutely. Look, this is both really good news and terrifying. 
at the same time. <laughs> How it, funny it, is that? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the, the really good news is if this is what it is, that they're just disinterested because they know they have all this talent and they know that they can just hit the gas when they need to, that's actually good news because the opposite would be, hey, listen, we're doing everything we can to win every night and they're a 500 team. That's that's the worst case scenario. Which one do you think it's closer towards? I, I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. But the, the good news is that there's more to get to, right? If, in fact, mm-hmm. they're not fully committed to this the way that Kevin Love was talking about a million years ago. The downside is is what you just said, which is, all right, when they go to hit the gas, what's there? What's in the tank? Because it's been five years. It's been a long time. He's had some injuries. We've got all of these, the, to your point, about the, the level of competition through the rest of his half of the draw is far different than it was that you just laid out. This isn't Toronto and Atlanta and these teams. This is potentially Phoenix and Golden State and Utah and some very, very good teams. Maybe Kawhi Leonard is back by the end of the season with the Clippers. That's a whole mm-hmm. other thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe Luka gets it together. Maybe the, the Jamal Murray. Get it together. Sure. Absolutely. There, mm-hmm. there are a bunch of good teams that you may have to go through. But in a weird way, there's some good news here that, listen, we only have so much – to play with we only have so much gas in the tank let's save it until we absolutely have to have it we know it works let's hammer it when it's time to go and right now let's just let's just keep our head above water and keep this thing moving we can do it when we need to do it scary risky tons tons of downside but there's actually some good news in there i think i think it's a incredibly dangerous game to walk and and for sure when when, and when you said that you think it's somewhere in the middle that they look at the regular season in one way, number one. And number two, there's the other side of this where, um, wait, no, maybe they are just a 500 team. Maybe they are just a game over 500. Trav, I would lean more towards they are trying to win these games, that they are coming out on a night-in-night-out basis. I'm, I'm not telling you that they're paying attention to the Oklahoma City Thunder like they will against the Warriors or some of these other teams. Um, they had an advantage to start the season. If they were six games over 500 right now, I think we'd still be saying, yeah, but did you see their schedule to start off with? This was advantageous to them. So not only did they have, I thought it was lined up perfectly for them to start. I thought they would, in some shape, way, or form, want to get off to a start where you would think that, okay, no, they don't have to have the number one. If, If the Golden State Warriors and the Suns, they're going for it. No, no, no. We want the top seed. And by the way, they're not paying attention to the Lakers because Phoenix is saying we want Game Seven if against if it's against the Warriors in uh, in Phoenix. And Golden State's saying the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Lakers. I, I don't believe that they're not fully paying attention, and that's why they're thirteen and twelve. There's some repercussions to this. What's the conversation we've been having lately about Vogel? Whether or not he's going to get clipped. And that's not us talking. That's those are yeah, questions but, being asked to that's, Coach. That's Vogel. a little different. That's a little different. That he he may be wanting them to go full speed. That doesn't mean that the players are. That's that's a, a it, it's a parallel conversation, but they don't intersect quite yet. But he, here's the deal: you can think you're trying to win these games. You can go out there and play like you're trying to win these games. But there is fully present, fully committed, all hands on deck. We have to win tonight. Playoff basketball and. And listen, man, we got 50 more of these things. Mm-hmm. There's just this there's this human element to it. And when you are a team like Golden State and, and, and Phoenix, maybe you're thinking, okay, we being at home is going to make a big difference. That could be the difference between us. Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, I don't care if I have to go into Phoenix. I don't care about that. 
That's fine. I don't, if I have to go up to Golden State and play, that's fine. I can win up there. I've won every, in every gym there is to win in this league. I've gone in and able to do that. I can't spend my money on Memphis on a Thursday night. Well, and it's subconscious. If, if the plan wasn't we're going to go out there and try to get the number one seed, impossible that the plan was we're okay being 13 and 12 through 25 games. No, no, no I get that. Not not that they were shooting for 13 and 12, but whatever we are. And how they look. In the mix. Yep. They've looked terrible. That that goes without saying. That does not look good at all. You just said it a minute ago. Frank Vogel's job status, still a conversation piece. This time, Jeannie Buss is weighing in on it. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Taylor threw a little shade at you, Slee. I don't know if you caught that, but he, for the first time ever, was kind of coming. Taylor, what happened? Talk to me, bro. Say it to my face. <laughs> you were on the call. You heard it. He said, pick whatever game you threw? want. It doesn't matter to me. We we're trying to come up with the fourth game. We always do the Rams, the yeah. Raiders, and the Chargers. And yep. then we have kind of a fourth game that we like mm-hmm. to collaborate on. And his response was, pick whatever you want. Well, In other words, I'm going to take you to the hoop no yeah. matter what you choose. First of all, Trav, let's start with this. When you're down 20, relax on your talking, okay? You because I feel like I you're running your mouth. I got over 40 for the first time. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, hot. Well, let, let me tell you what's happened here the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Taylor has found a way to get back in the mix. He's got in the mix. It's only a 10-point deficit now, so it's That's become right. a He's... lot more interesting than, than it ever has. You've become Don King where you're just – promoting uh, Taylor as if he's like the next big boxer that's coming in, and you're doing yep. a pretty damn good job at it. <laughs> so, Taylor, let's freaking go at it, all right? What time are we doing this at? 12.15. Same all right, time 12.15. I'm not about weeks. Flash, just production. <laughs> <laughs> See? He's feeling it. I like it. I like he's it. starting to get his sea legs a little bit. So, yeah, you have 66, Al. You are comfortably in the lead, but for the first time in weeks. Bro, 10 is nothing. Well, that's, it's one week. We There's at least – conceivably, and yep. the way that you fire up zeros occasionally, and the way that he can hit often, some tens, not occasionally, often. Uh, he's got a chance. I uh, I am comfortably in last place. Comfortably. By, uh, what would that be, 24 points I'm behind you. So can if I, you can didn't I tell play you for three weeks, I probably still wouldn't catch you. Let, let me tell you something. The one thing that you've done, you've set the table. From Always the beginning, do. you said, <laughs> guys, not good at this thing. You know, I, I do this uh, – I do this. I'm done doing this. I, I get caught up in this all the time, every single year. Hey, I want you to come play in this NFL blah, blah, blah that we're doing. Why do you guys want me in it? Why? Because it's like charity money. It just goes in there, and I have no chance of getting it back. It, it, we pick five games a week. If you go 0 for 5, you know what happens? Get your money back? 
you go 0 for 5, yeah. you got to put X amount of more dollars in. No, so every go, week. Usually if you get the booby prize, you get your money back. That's a tough ev- league. You're every in. single week, all I care about is not going 0 for 5. This past <laughs> week, 0 for 5. <laughs> How much did that cost you? It's none of your business. <laughs> oh, we're going big. I like that. That's no, it's me. not big, but it was. Oh. Uh, it's it's enough to be. It's a it's a few uh, Netflix movies, or it's a few of those uh, it's, Sandlot movies. It prevents you from going to Starbucks twice in a week. It just you know I'll just hit it once today. I got to pay off my NFL yeah. partner on the other side. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Speaking of guests, Emily, can I tease what we have coming up later today? Yeah, go ahead. All right, Sean McVay is going to join us later on today. So we're looking somewhere towards the end of the 11 o'clock hour, early mm-hmm. in the tw- uh, 12 o'clock hour, but head coach of the Rams, Sean McVay, is scheduled to join us today. Let's try our first phone call of the day on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Jason in Ventura. Jason, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, Slee. Hey, Travis. I uh, love the show. just wanted to tell you, so I've been with, like, kind of Travis on this whole Westbrook not really matching with the Lakers and all this stuff, and diehard Laker fan. It's been, like, chewing rocks watching this year. Um, but Westbrook's kind of coming along. But I think you hit the nail on the head, but you kind of missed when you were saying, like, they might have it on Cruz and kind of doing how, you know, uh, Kevin Love was saying. But I think when I thought about it, how old they are, it makes sense. All these guys have been through it, and, you know, they understand that it's you just got to get there. And I don't know. It kind of gave me a little bit of like the, you know the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Hopefully, that's what it is. What do you think? So I, I think it brings up Trav. One of the things that you mentioned, it, it does bring up the conversation of don't you feel a little bit better if along this whole way through twenty five games they've been like, eh, guys, okay, you know what? If the media wants to make a big deal, go ahead and make a big deal. If the fans want to make a big deal, sounds good. If Travis and Sliwa want to hop on every morning and talk about the, you know, the 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 sky is falling, then they could go ahead and do that. We know what we're doing. I've been in the league for X amount of years. I've done this, that. It does make you feel a little bit better. It, At the it, same it, it's time, an escape hatch. It, it, it's something you can tell yourself to make you feel comfortable about what might be coming. I don't like it, but at yeah. least it's something. The problem is I don't think that tells the full story. I, I don't think if, if you said to me right now that that's what the Lakers game plan has been all season, hey, we're not worried about this. Guys, hey, if we end up as long as by the time we get to the halfway point, we're now six, seven games over 500, and then we kind of just start working. On, let's get a first round. Let's get home court in the first round. We'll take our chances after that. Let, let's just say that's hypothetically the game plan. Um, I don't know if that's been the case. They are 13 and 12. There are a lot more games left to be played. What I don't like about it is just use yesterday, our show as an example yesterday. We spent how much time talking about Anthony Davis? The mm-hmm. day before that pregame show, there's questions about, you know, in the pregame, to Coach Vogel, do you, has the, the front office given you a vote of confidence? Are you fine with your job? Everything else. Well, if part of the plan is that, you're also going to start creating all these other storylines that could potentially dictate what the season looks like sure. and you know obviously Vogel is one example of that all right we'll talk more about Frank Vogel and his job status Jeannie Buss spoke about that uh yesterday so we'll get to that as well there's more phone calls to get to but did you see Al just how many hours we waste every week in traffic that's coming up next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN all right we've got some great Christmas movie suggestions, so we're going to get to in just a little bit. But Taylor with Did You See. What do you got, Taylor? Hey, did you see a recent study showed Los Angeles motorists lost an average of 62 hours per week to the gridlock? 
Although this number seems kind of low to me, we've all accepted the fact that traffic just comes with the territory in this city. Travis Lee, what's your go-to activity to pass the time in L.A. traffic? So I have one. Here's the deal. If you get a phone call from me, there's a 99% chance that I'm stuck in traffic. It yep. is the only time I ever call people on the phone is when I am just sitting there. I've, I've run through my podcasts. I've, I've listened to the radio. I've just gone through everything I need to do, and I still haven't moved. I am getting on the phone, and I am calling random people. If I, if I have called you, I am in my car. I am stuck in traffic. That is my go-to traffic move, and it has been for years. So 62 hours per year in gridlock. So basically meaning, you know, obviously everybody's commute is different. Trav, your commute to the station is much different than mine. Um, It's funny because this is becoming more and more of a conversation. COVID forced people to stay at home and work. Mm -hmm. And I've had so many conversations with people about, hey, do you want to go back to the office or not? And a lot, and th- this is from a business perspective as well. Of Trav, a lot of people are saying, "I waste too much time sitting in my car. How is that a good use of my time?" And that's kind of been the conversation. Sure. I, I really, really hope that businesses out there just kind of look at this and say, "Hey, if you're getting your work done, I don't care if you're doing it from home. I don't care if you're doing it from the office. Kind of give it as an option." Bro, so much time is wasted sitting in your car. No, thank you. It, it is. There's no doubt about it. One of the other things that I'll do is I'll make to-do lists. Oh, I need to do this. I need to run this errand. I need to pick this up. I need to call mm-hmm. this guy. I need to pay this bill. I need to boom, 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 boom. I sleep and, half hour. Just sleep right on the 405. And I will get to all of these wonderful things. that I, I'm being quite productive in that time, and then I get home and I eat and take a nap. So it really, it really is kind of time that's just wasted completely across the board. Taylor, what's next? You can always just listen to 710 ESPN. I do that too. Hey, did you see Venmo has another pay it forward promotion? This time they're giving hundreds of dollars to students who simply tag a friend with a hashtag. With the Christmas spirit in full swing, I have to ask, when's the last time you paid it forward to a complete stranger and what was the outcome? Um, I did it one time at Starbucks and and it's more of the drive-thru. You know, you got the uh, the drive through over. It, it, anytime you have a drive through I think it's like more conducive to do that. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I don't. It, it'd be kind of maybe it's a little weird if you're like, hey, take care of the person behind me, and, and you're actually right next to them, like you can <laughs> shake their hand. I think it's more the. I've done it before at Starbucks. What happens after? I don't know what happens after. I don't think anybody's ever done it for me. You know, and I. Here's the thing: you can't look for it. It either happens or it doesn't. If it's a very nice gesture, if somebody does it, but Starbucks seems like the perfect place to do it. Now, you know, say, hey, grab their order for me. I don't know. They're buying a. Hopefully, they're not buying a blender and a coffee machine. If they're not selling that at Starbucks. You want, you want to make sure that they've already ordered before you pick up their thing. That's a black coffee and a muffin. Okay, I'll grab that. I'll get, <laughs> go ahead. But to your point, they're they have up six gift- fifty dollar gift cards. <laughs> I was gonna say they're picking up gift cards for the office. That's probably something else that you want to stay away from um i've only done it once if i'm being perfectly honest and, and it was a very specific time but i it, w- it was awesome so i play in this golf tournament every year and there's a little bit of money say like nothing crazy but i won a few hundred bucks right and afterward this was gosh this was has it really been 20 years it was at least 20 so 20 years we were coming home we'd all been having a good time out on the golf course and the car stops at taco bell and we're gonna get something to eat and so I go in, and we're ordering the food, and there was this guy with his kids behind me. And I said, and I ordered my stuff, and I said, and whatever whatever they want to, this, this one's on me. And the guy looks at me like, really? And I said, yeah, really. And I said, get honestly, get whatever you want. I, I, I am here for you. Buy whatever you want. 
he ordered like 50 bucks worth of taco. Do you know how hard it is to spend wow. $50 at Taco Bell? Yeah, you have to basically order yeah, the that. Entire- no, I was thrilled to do it. He yeah. and his children were so happy to have it. It made me feel good. I was incredibly happy to do it for him, but it, it really is the only time I've done it. But I need to do it more. Maybe you I'll know go what? on a Actually, Taco Bell spending let- spree. Let me go back. When I did the thing at Starbucks, I think it is because somebody paid for mine in front of me. Oh, it, it, chain reaction. Hundred percent, it is. Listen, if somebody isn't that so true, like somebody does something nice, it's if somebody holds the door for you, are you not more apt to hold the door for another person? You know, after you. And if somebody doesn't let you in the elevator because you're two steps behind, you might not let somebody <laughs> in the elevator. Like there's, it, there is a chain reaction to it. As- as probably the only one on the show that has worked in a drive-through before, I have experienced this chain reaction. And the most awkward thing is, oh yeah, the guys in front of you paid for you. Uh, all right, but then like they're like they don't say, oh, I'm gonna play for the guys behind me. It's just the awkward when the chain stops. It's just like, ah, oh, okay, guys, perfect. all right, cool. yeah, see you, you later. <laughs> it's yeah. also kind of annoying too to have all those orders like backed up and. All- balancing all of that but it is a nice gesture but sometimes it got a little bit overwhelming in that drive-thru <laughs> all right what's next taylor hey did you see that 900 employees at a digital mortgage company signed onto a zoom call only to discover they lost their jobs right before the holidays Yeesh. the mass firing went viral when the better.com ceo let 15 percent of his staff go travis lee what's the worst way you can imagine being let go from a job um, okay, so I think there's a couple ways. Um, the best way would be whoever is your manager or your boss sits down in front of you, looks you eye to eye, tells you what the deal is, tells you why you know they're moving in a different direction or there's cuts or whatever the case is. The Zoom thing is a pretty bad one. Um, that's, that's pretty awful. I think the only other way it'd be worse for me, what if you just got an email? You know, what if you just got, there's no like emotion to it. There's no explanation to it. It's just, hey, FYI, security's coming up in about 15 minutes. Grab your box and let's get, let's keep this thing moving. I don't think I want to be let go in an email. I'd rather, I think, do the Zoom than the email. Well, first of all, the the answer to the question is there's no good way to have to have this done. It feels terrible. It feels terrible to do it. To, so I've been on both ends of this. I've had mm-hmm. to let people go, and I've gotten sacked myself. It sucks on both ends. But I very quickly, when I got sacked from a previous job, I'd been there a long time, and they they brought me in and said, "Okay, you're done here. You know, beat it." And so uh, I left, and as I'm leaving. I, I we had the part not unlike where we park now, right? Where it's controlled and there you have to use a card to get in and out of the parking lot. And as I'm leaving, I wave my card at the thing and the arm doesn't go up. I wave my arm at the thing and the car and the arm doesn't go up. So mm-hmm. I have to go to the booth where the attendant is sitting and I said, My card doesn't work. She goes, Well, you have to call this number. I said, Lady, I just got fired. That's why my card does not work. She goes, Oh, I'm really sorry. And just raise the arm and I got to go through. So you can use that as a way to maybe dodge a parking every once in a while. Just tell them you just got fired and your car doesn't work anymore. But that was kind of the uh, cherry on top of the you got sacked Sunday. My parking card got declined on the way out of the parking Do you ever lot. do this, Trav, when you're coming in through the back, right, the back door? Um, you go use a restroom or something along those lines. That that little ID badge yep. sensor thing. Ooh, sometimes that thing delays. Yep. It's like, it. nope, it just shows a little red, you know, <laughs> green you go, red, it's like there's nothing. I'm like, okay, that's it. That's, that's it. it. It's called uh, the the 
the ho 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 Santa I did. That was the difference. <laughs> That's that was the difference. It's it. over. Yeah, no, I always assume that it's just it's about to happen any day now. So I'm always prepared. All right, <laughs> we got a bunch to get. I want to talk about why the Cardinals and the uh, Rams game very different experience for these two teams coming up on Monday Night Football. Plus, we got your calls. We've got your Christmas movie recommendations, and of course, Jeannie Buss talking about Frank Vogel's job status. That's all coming up. It's Travis C. Slee. Slee. Travis C. Travis C. Trav and Slee. Seven ten ESPN.